Welcome to the Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center podcast featuring Reverend Dahlia Adams. You may visit us online at unityvacaville.org or you may visit us in person at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. And now, here is Reverend Dahlia Adams. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams, and I am so honored to be here with you on this beautiful day. We are in the season of Advent, and Advent in the Christian world is a season in which we await the coming of the Christ. It is a season of awakening to the Christ light, the light that shone through the Christ Jesus and a light that shines within each of us also. And this might not sound like much, having a season in which we awaken to the Christ light. But if you've ever had one of those days or one of those weeks, you know, where 20 things are happening at once and nothing is in its place and people are not behaving the way they're supposed to behave and the dog is throwing up on the new carpeting and the car doesn't start, instead it shakes and rumbles and roars and won't go where it's supposed to go. And then people are asking you questions because you're supposed to remember the order of things going on. And then pretty soon it's all buzzing in your brain. Or maybe you've never had a day like that. But I just had a week of it. And I know, I know how important it is to step back from all of that. To step back, to become present in the now moment. And to wake up again to that Christ light that shines within me, that shines within each of us, and to know once, in, once again what's important, what matters, who I am, what God is in my life, and what it's all about. So the Advent season is a season in which we remember pathways to this awakening. And it prepares us for the full realization of the Christ that, that is in and among us always, that lives in and through us. For Christmas is the celebration of the coming of the Christ, and Advent teaches us the pathways to awaken to that over and over and over and over again. And during the season of Advent, the Christian world focuses on faith or hope, depending, peace, love, and joy. And sometimes the order of these qualities gets changed around a little bit. But the, the idea is that through our faith, through the peace that lives in our hearts and in our souls, through the love in which we are enfolded, that infinite love of God that enfolds us always, and through the love that we express 
and through the joy that fills us and expresses through us through each of these pathways or through each of these qualities, we awaken to the truth of who we are and all that stuff, that stuff that can make us forget, simply fades and washes away and we stand and we breathe and we live in the truth. There is a Christmas carol, a very, very beautiful and well-known Christmas carol called Silent Night. And to me, that, that Christmas carol speaks about each of these pathways, but for me, it speaks of the pathway of peace. So that's what I want to talk about today. The Christmas Carol itself was written first as a poem by Father Joseph Moore. It, the poem begins with the first two lines of the, the hymn we now sing, Silent Night, Holy Night, All is Calm, All is Bright. And these were the first two lines of his poem. Father Moore <clears throat> lived in Austria near Salzburg, and he wrote this poem in 1816. In that same area lived another man, Franz Xavier Gruber, who added music or a melody to those words. And the song or the hymn, Silent Night, was first performed on Christmas Eve, on December 24th, 1818. Time Magazine, in 2014, Time Magazine said that Silent Night is the most popular Christmas song ever, based on the number of people who got permission to perform it and recorded it and sang it. And that it, the number of times it's been officially performed is more than twice as often as the second most popular Christmas carol. And it's been sung around the world. So there must be something besides the beautiful melody and besides the, the poetry of the words. There must be something or... I think there must be something in the meaning of those words that touches our hearts, touches a part of us that feels the truth of those words and feels the power of them. Oberndorf by Salzburg was the town in which uh, it was first performed. And there was a, a church in which it was performed, but after they built a chapel for the site in which the actual performance was, and it's the Silent Night Chapel. Long time ago, in my very young years, young adult years, I lived in the mountains beside Salzburg. So I lived in the mountains or a mountain range very close to the ones you see in the picture. And I remember the peace of those mountains, especially early morning. As the sun was rising, if you went outdoors and looked down into the valleys, you could watch 
the mist or the fog rise. And there was a powerful peace that nature, that the surroundings brought into, into that moment. But the peace really was within my own heart, my own being. I used to, I'm not a person who loves getting up early in the morning, but when I lived there, I loved getting up before sunrise so I could run out and watch the fog or the mist rise and feel the peace of those mountains. I think this hymn captures that. Not only the peace of the mountains and the valleys, but the peace that lives in our hearts. I think that what this song is singing about, what it's telling us about is that experience of waiting upon God. You know, when I was going through that frazzled experience that seemed to have lasted months and months, it was just really a few days, I needed to back away from all that stress. I needed to back away from the monkey mind, the thousands of things going through my head, the what-ifs, the, the I-can't-deal-with-this-anymore thoughts. I needed to back away from it and to breathe. And in that moment, wait for that experience of God's presence to return. And once that happens, once I wait in the stillness or in the silence and allow that awareness of God's presence to come back, I experience myself differently. The world feels differently. I believe that that hymn is about waiting upon the experience of the Christ within. And like I said, if you've ever had one of those days, you know how important this is. How very, very important this is. In the book of Psalms, Psalm 46, verse 10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. I think that the silence that is described in that song is that stillness, that movement into that stillness and knowing God's presence, knowing the I am that is the truth within each of us, actually. So in the silence, in the stillness, we return to knowing God's presence, we return to knowing what God is in our lives, we return to knowing who we are, who I am. In the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus said to us, Peace, I leave with you, my peace I give to you. It is not as the world gives that I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. We get confused often and we think that our surroundings need to be peaceful for ourselves 
to experience that that peace within ourselves. And that helps in those mountains over Salzburg. When that mist was rising, it was such a gift because it invited that experience of peace. It was an experience of God's presence because the magnificence and the silence and the beauty of those mountains almost automatically brought my consciousness to the divine. But the thing is, when we awaken to that Christ light within us, when we awaken to the presence of God that is in all circumstances, when I am evolved enough, when I've lived enough lifetimes or whatever it takes, I should be in those moments, in those days when it's all happening and it all feels crazy and I feel crazy inside. I should be able to, even in the midst of that, know this peace that Jesus was talking about. Because Jesus taught us how to recognize that kingdom of heaven within us. He kept saying the kingdom of God is within and he kept teaching us to lift up our minds and hearts to the Father, to the God, to that presence and power of God. Because even in the midst of all that stuff, we can grab hold of that consciousness and remember who we are and remember that wherever we are, God is. So the peace that he's giving us is greater than the peace that we sometimes find in our world. The peace that he gives us is a peace that is alive and strong within us, even when it all seems to be going crazy. It's so easy to become troubled in those moments, to become afraid, to become angry, to become dejected. But if we remember this peace of the Christ, then we can find that peace regardless of what is going on. That is what Advent is about. That's what the celebration of faith and peace and love and joy as a practice is all about. It helps us remember. It helps us to live in that Christ's light no matter what the world is doing. Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of the Unity Movement, says, peace is harmony and tranquility derived from the Christ consciousness. So he's referring to that peace that Jesus was talking about. But it's not just in Christian teachings that we are told about the importance of this peace, this peace is, that is of God. In the, in the Buddhist tradition, Buddha is quoted as saying, rest in a mind like vast water. And again, that's poetic, but what that means is to allow my mind to rest in something that feels so much greater than that small sense of me. Something that feels so much bigger 
than that ego self of me that was maneuvering through car problems and other issues happening and multiple problems happening simultaneously, that in those moments, to remember that there is something greater. And for me, the something greater is that presence of God or the Christ light that is ever-present. And to allow my mind to rest in that which is greater, that which can be constant and still even in the face of apparent storms. A Buddhist teacher, Tara Brock, and at Unity we spent several weeks studying one of her books. She said, you can start right where you are and find peace in any circumstance, even at those moments when the ground shakes terribly beneath you. You know those moments when that ground shakes terribly beneath you? So even in those moments, we can find peace. We can find peace when there's a loss that will alter your life forever. We can find peace and still trust that we will find our way home. That's what this is about. That's the peace that Jesus was talking about. It's a peace that's so much greater than even the big stuff of life. It's not always easy to be human. But this peace that Jesus gave, the peace of that Christ, is always available to us, and there are pathways to it. And that's what we do in the season of Advent. We remember those pathways, we practice them. I've told this story before, but nature also teaches us that there is a peace that is greater than the circumstances. And the story was about a kingdom long, long ago and a king that was a very benevolent king and his kingdom was spanned most of the world. And he wanted a painting, a piece of art that showed peace. And he wanted to hang that in his great hall as a reminder that the the goal, his purpose, was to have peace in his kingdom. And so he commissioned all the artists from around his kingdom to bring in a piece of art that would then be judged, and the one that won would hang in the great hall. And people brought pictures like the one I described in the mountains of the mountains and the mist, or a calm ocean or a lake, or a pathway through a forest, or the sun rising or setting. And then there was this one painting of a violent, powerful waterfall on a river. And above the waterfall, trees were being cut down and they were being thrown into the river for the river to carry them down downstream. And these big logs were falling down the waterfall. The noise was horribly loud. And there is a tree at the about the middle 
right of this painting. And on a tree limb, on that tree, there sits a bird. I, I magnified it so you could see the bird. And the bird is singing its heart out. It is singing a beautiful song that comes from the peace within the bird's heart. So this was the painting that won the prize, and this was the painting that was hung in the Great Hall. And we see this at times in nature, you know, where despite everything, life goes on, you know, and in the moment, if we look closely, the butterfly is still flying or the little insects are moving or the birds are singing despite what might look to be havoc. So this peace that we're celebrating or honoring as a, a pathway to be awakening to that Christ light is a peace that Jesus gives us. It's a peace that teachers of many spiritual traditions talk about. It's a peace that we can find in nature. And it's a peace that we can find in our own hearts. Joel Goldsmith, uh, an author I enjoy very much, so said that there is no use in looking outside and wondering in what form that peace will come because it does not come in a worldly form. He went on to say, strangely enough, however, when the inner peace comes, it forms and reforms our outer life. So that's the other thing about celebrating the Christ light and waking up to that Christ light within us. It's not just about us, although that's important. Our own experience of life our experience of God in each and every one of our days is so important. It helps us know who we are, but as we awaken to that, that changes us. It changes our experience of every day. It changes our lives. It blesses the people whose lives we touch. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 9, Jesus said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. When we live in that consciousness of the Christ light, when we experience that peace that Jesus talked about, we are the peacemakers, both within our own hearts and minds, and the peacemakers for our world, our friends, our family, our community, we bring peace into the situations that we enter. And we are blessed as we bless. And so with that, I wish for you an Advent season in which there is an awakening after awakening, after awakening of the, that light that shines within you. And I 
wish for you peace. My peace I give to you. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at unityvacaville.org.